Cootsies. I got called yesterday, so I'm approved for having severe sleep apnea. Whoa. I wake up 30 to 50 times an hour. An hour? What? An hour, so I don't get any sleep technically. So, yeah, it's real bad. Yeah, so, like, how do they measure that? What's the I, protocol? Like, when you're sleeping, if I'm doing this, I, like, stop breathing about 50, 30 to 50 times an hour. So it's like my heart we can stop. and It's crazy. It's real bad. It's fucking sweet. So anyways, they're hooking me up with a machine. Yeah, tight. So, like, so okay, how do they judge? Like, how do they know that? Do you go in and take a nap? No. I, it's an at-home test. You like strap this. Oh, okay. You strap a computer basically onto your chest mm-hmm. in an air tube into your nose. Mm-hmm. So the machine's doing your heartbeat and your heart rate, and uh-huh. then the nose is basically just like all of your breath goes into these computers, and it's like a, just a bunch of signals. So basically it's just like a graph that shows like how much clean air you're like putting into it. Ah. Uh-huh. You know, and like when you when you stop breathing, so it's pretty. Does it have like? A, is, it, is it like a? You know, at the. <laughs> it's nothing to joke about, but I'm just I'm stoked. Not, I'm just stoked about I'm it. To it's joke been like about 10, it. it's been like ten years of Laura being like, "Babe, right? You die every night. Yeah, like seriously. You, you need to, you know, like poor Bear. He's the only one on tour that'll sleep in a hotel room with me because he also snores, and I flushed everybody else out of the hotel rooms. I feel like I've slept with you once or twice, and I was like, Bear, uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm up honking all night. So it's like I'm I'm just excited to finally kind of like get it done. And then hopefully insurance will float me the machine. That's like the next step. Bro, I can't wait until I see Stevie on a good night's rest. I know. Imagine oh, I'll you, be able to do that. imagine? I haven't slept, well, apparently in 20 years. I slept for 27 years, dude. <laughs> oh, my God, man. That's crazy. So, so you're getting something. You're getting like a machine. To, I'm getting a machine, like, yeah, man. Up. Sweet, man. He looks like Darth Vader when he wears it, too. Have you ever seen a CPAP machine? No, they're clean. Yeah, my now. dad has one. They're crispy now, dude. Like, I'm, I'm going to get the Matt Flex Streamline, dude. It's nice. like the slick little tube, and you can lay on your face, and it inflates bigger on this side and opposite on this side, and it's on your head so you can sleep and swizzle. Wow. Swizzle's dude. the technical term. It's <laughs> a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> Swizzle the timbers. <laughs> How good is this, baby? How good is that? It's Jeez very Louise, good. man. I'm pumped for you, man. That's going to be great. Good Hopefully, this? How good? Tell me. No hangovers. No way. No hangovers. Come on. That's what sold me. I finally got the test because someone told me you'll never have a hangover again. When's the last time you wow. had a hangover? I mean, if you're not, if you're literally mm-hmm. haven't slept in 15 years, yeah. I don't even think a hangover would touch the sides <laughs> on your <true>. dog. <laughs> I don't know. Like, That's the next experiment. Uh, you're, you're just like operating <laughs> like 5%. Barely functioning human yeah. being. Barely wow. functioning human being. I can't wait to see you on a good night's rest, dude. A weekend, Stevie Baby's just going to be kicked, doing dude, high kicks. Be Chipper Daniels, dude. Just Opening. doing gallops through the fields. It's just going to be so- <laughs> Opening, <laughs> opening doorknobs with his eyebrows. Becoming, uh, making, become a thespian. Start yeah, riding majestic steeds. <laughs> making biscuits and gravy for the homeless shelters all across the country. That's what I'm talking about. It, yeah, you're going to be doing great, man. Sweet. So dude. how long does it take for you to get the machine? I have no idea. A company has to call me. Okay. Yeah. Some company is going to get a hold of me and then like 
set me up with um, an automatic machine or something that like helps regulate my breathing basically when I sleep. Dude, sick. Dude, so gonna make you, sorry. It's gonna make you live to be a hundred years old, my friend. I hope not. Wait, so like, could I get one? No, you. I was gonna just buy the machine, but you need a prescription. You need a prescription for the machine. Yeah, it's like a medical machine. I mean, I think you can buy them like cheap on Amazon. But the thing is, the worrisome part is that the, what the test does is if it was really, really, really bad, they like give you a number that you need to set it to between like five uh, and twenty to like uh, make sure the airflow is proper. Uh-huh. For me, I'm lucky enough to be kind of like on an automatic machine to where my breathing, the machine will regulate itself and give me more uh, or less air. Uh huh. But so like. <sighs> That's weird that I just couldn't go get one though. Like if I'm like, hey, you know, I I need a little bit more oxygen in my bloodstream while I'm sleeping. I mean, it makes sense, right? I think gotta be diagnosable, right? Yeah, it's gotta be diagnosable. Yeah, but I see Alan's point though. That also like if if everyone could be like, hold on, I'm getting clean air all night and I sleep better and I don't have a hangover and I wake up feeling like actually decent. Right. Everyone would want one, right? Like an liquid IV kind of thing, Vegas treatment. How, why, um, what's preventing like them sending the mechanical strap home with you and me wearing it and then sending it back? Like, couldn't I technically get a prescription if I was like, Hey, Mr. Sleep guy, send me one of those things. And then I just strap it on your ass and they're like, bro, you're at a 20. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you want to do this, I'm down for that side hustle, baby. Let's do it, dude. Let's get some CPAPs, bro. We'll sell them on the black market, C-pappies, dude. CPAPs, baby. CPAPs. <laughs> Mr. Lee, you've been tested 23 times for sleep apnea. We've confirmed yeah. it. Sorry, I'm paranoid, man. I, I, one more time. One more time. One more time. I, I need a couple backup machines. <laughs> I'm going through these things, man. I keep falling off the bed and landing on them. <laughs> My dog chewed the cord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Dude, oh, how dude speaking this? of speaking of speaking of health and wellness, man, this chick that I just found on the internet today mm. did something spectacular. She Let's won the Guinness it. Book of World. She's the Guinness World Record holder for the oldest powerlifting competitor in the female category. Guess how old she is? Seventy-three. Hold on, hold back up, back up. Sorry, repeat it. She just yeah. got the Guinness Book of World Records for powerlifting. Yeah. yeah. And, and for oldest power lifter oh, in the female category, oldest, oldest, yeah. So not but the, the weight, not the, but the weight is power. impressive too. Okay, so uh, the oldest. No, she's just the oldest. Yeah, the, the oldest. That's weird. I don't, I don't understand <laughs> that record. Well, she just—it's like the the record was broke by another woman who was, who had was her predecessor. Is that the right word for that? Yeah. So, so, so that, she that, broke the record of some woman who had, who was a certain age. And had the record for a certain amount of weight lifted. Yes, yeah, really big that before. Gotcha. Uh, I hope, dude. Is she like eighty? Dude, she's one hundred. <laughs> oh my goodness! He hit Merway, and dude, she he hit one hundred and fifty pounds. Oh, we're gonna put a picture of Edith up right now. She I'm did one hundred and fifty pounds. Dude, she's training for next year. To break her own record, dude. Can we get Edith? Seriously, let's get her on the yeah. podcast. Oh my god, she probably doesn't even I mean, weigh 150 pounds. 
No, not even close, dude. She's like 110. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. And how old is she? She's 100 and what? 100. 100. Oh, it's 100. That's amazing. What a beast. She's ripping it, dude. I was watching these videos of her. And she's just like, powerlifting is hard, man. Like, you know, so, it's it's not an easy it's not an easy thing. It's like when you just like go down to the bottom and you have like a big barbell yeah. and you put weights on the end and then you like it's not like it's not like a snatch like where you like put it up and over your head. Okay. It's like you just get down and you have to do the right form. So like you know, it's a big lift with your back and then you come up straight, right up. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. But 150 pounds, dude. Edith Murway. What was the previous? Wow. Re- what was the previous record? Uh, I think it was like nine, like 90. Uh, sorry, that not not the uh, the woman was like 95 years old, um, and I think the the weight was like. 125 or something like that. She slammed it. Weak. <laughs> I mean, nothing on Edith. Dude, Edith's that, Edith. <laughs> Edith's been Isn't that crazy. Edith's been huffing, huffing that pure CPAP air for like dude, that's what I'm 40 about, years, dude. dude. She's I couldn't imagine being like, like it's already such a um, accomplishment just to get to 100, and then right. to be like breaking world records is is crazy. And like her. Her video, she's just talking. She seems like she's probably in her like late seventies or something when you see her. Um, doesn't seem at all like she's really that old. Well, you know, cool, birth, man. you know, birth certificates back then were a little iffy. <laughs> yeah, you know, like if if, if if Cuban little league players can come over to the states and be like, "Hey, I'm 13," they're like 29. Yeah. <laughs> then. <laughs> Full beard. <laughs> Potentially birth certificates back when Edith was born might have been yeah. a little bit. It was not like a database or anything. It's like um, we just kind of wrote it on a fucking toilet. Basically, just like during the Depression, just all the library books of the failing library blowing in the wind. You just grabbed one and signed a piece of paper. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, wow, that's, that's, crazy, am- though, that's amazing. Where's she from? Where does she live? Old, old uh, Edith. Uh, I believe she's from California. Damn. That's the sunshine. Yeah. That's what did it. Yeah, she's just ripping out. It, dude. She's having those just my ties. So I used to love the Guinness Book of World Records. Man, I used to get those things all the time and just keep myself updated. Remember that? Did you? Did you guys ever see the show when there was a show for it? People with um, like those long fingernails that just like wrapped around their whole bodies and were like nine feet long. Those were the creepiest ones. Man. I would I would get yeah. the Guinness Book of World Records. I was always skip to the tallest person. Section, yeah, yeah, that like was, the, that was cool. One. The records that are records, but they don't really require any human to do anything. To do anything, mm-hmm. like the just, tallest guy, the longest fingernails. That was always the one I was just like, dude, that creep. freaks me out, bro. Mm-hmm. No, clip them, clip them, <laughs> son. Thick. You can't, but well, you, what, dude? Once they're once they're nine inches. Not going back. Yeah, just, just walk houses. around with like they just have like a big like potato sack around their arm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like it's dragging so nails, just like sparks flying up. They yeah. definitely have a tushy in their bathroom, I can tell you that. Oh, oh for yeah. sure. Oh, they ain't wiping sure. that, bro. And for then a lot of the times sure. they were the the longest fingernail people, they always looked like they were from countries where it was like, bro, you need a hand. Mm. Like I feel like there's, you know. What country do if, people not need a hand? Well, I think you know, if you're raised in the States and you come from money, you know, and you got some of that Bitcoin just flowing around, you're tossing Bitcoin parties at your uncle's house and you can go a year two two years without a hand. And to just be like, I'm going to grow out my fingernails, see if I can catch a hand, not both hands, not both hands, because it was never both hands. Uh, it was always one hand. A hand was just like, yo, and curly cues. Yeah. It looked like an other one was just like 
his other one was just like perfectly manicured. His <laughs> other one, like, yeah, like you. <laughs> well, someone loves him because someone's doing the trimming. So that's really the the moral of the you, story here. Do you think right? you have to trim the edges for it to keep growing longer, like hair? I don't know. Oh, you're the expert. I don't know what the protocol is on. <laughs> I'm the expert. I just yeah, those were the ones that I resonated or the gravitated How towards. How fast do your nails grow, though? though? You my, I don't know, man. My nails. Are... Yeah, you're right. God, dude, they're so they're so bad. Dude, yeah, that I think the real the real record should be on somebody <laughs> who overcomes the addiction of chewing their fingernails uh-huh. to grow them out that long. Whoa, that could be <laughs> you, yeah. Julian. That could be I you, am dude. an extremist, man. I would probably <laughs> go that way. Which I'd record? Go that route. Which record would you break? You think, Jules? If you like, which record do you think there's an actual chance for you to break? I don't know, man. Because I, I, I was thinking about world records and then the one that we actually participated in alan when you were the you were part of the count counselor group when we did the biggest water balloon fight and i think it would have to be like a participatory thing because mm-hmm. i don't know what i'm like i don't know what i could do better or or more so than anybody else like i don't i don't really gauge i was like oh i could like hold my breath i was like fuck that dude that's people hold their breath for like seven minutes so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm curious like, what the longest breath hold is yeah it's probably seven minutes long um but we participated in that water balloon fight that actually didn't break the world record that one time um but was super cool out in seattle like right at the seattle center um my friend oh my my god how long is it 11 minutes and 35 seconds bro were they drowning and they just happened to like survive (laughs) yes seriously (laughs) they just lived through drowning (laughs) 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 stephanie milfsud 2009 milfsud milfsud natalia molchanova she's got eight minutes 23 seconds dude she's the world record holder wait so the for other women. woman beat it by like four minutes i can't hold my no, breath no, no. For half of her no, no no sorry 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 the, the man record is stephanie milfsud you know he's from norway or something i don't know uh 11 minutes 35 seconds the female record is eight minutes 23 seconds that's so that's so interesting. Like, do you think that they should have to, like, so you know, specific? in fighting, you have to do like weight classes, right? Like, a 185 pound guy is not going to fight a 110 pound guy, mm-hmm. right? Just as this, the sheer strength mm-hmm. is going to be impossible for that 110 guy to beat the 185 guy. Seems like you should have weight classes and height classes for the holding breath record, too, right? Because your lungs are going to be bigger if you're six foot nine. Then if you're a woman who's like five foot seven, they should. What's going on here? You want to talk about some some tragedy, some social tragedies happening here? There is some. There is oppression happening. There's some oppression happening in the holding breath championships. You don't know that. I mean, that six nine guy is putting a lot more pressure on his lungs than a person who's five foot seven. Yeah, couldn't this couldn't the same thing be said for like the guy that like wins the hot dog eating competition who's like 63 pounds right <laughs> like exactly nine pounds of hot dogs i mean like i'm a big guy i probably have pretty huge lungs but i apparently don't breathe for like 11 <laughs> minutes and 23 seconds every hour while i'm sleeping right yeah, but i guess right but you get my you get my theory right I, I do in theory so battle it so why well, in I theory am. wouldn't it work i think that you could probably hold your breath longer than you think you just don't work at it yeah, but I don't think I could after years of abuse, abusing my lungs. 
Okay. Value. It would be like valuable how you condition your lungs. Like these people that deep sea dive and actually want to hold their breath that long. It's like a thing that they work out like Julian's quads. They didn't just wake up one day and have those quads. Right. Exactly. But let's <laughs> <He did. laughs> circling back to like the weight class thing. If you obviously like, you're not going to beat the world record, Mm-mm. but Mm-mm. if you train just as hard as um, me, I well, I'm pretty tall still. Jules, how tall are you? You six foot. Mm-hmm. Laura, let's say Laura, mm-hmm. right? Laura, she's got itty bitty little, little, little lungs, mm-hmm. right? You got big, huge lungs. Say there's a universe that exists where you didn't abuse your lungs like you have in Chuck and Smoke. Mm-hmm. I would venture to guess that just because of and you train, you both train the same amount. Like you'd just be able to fill your lungs fuller with air. I because hope I'd be able to do that because they're bigger. Yeah, in theory, that makes sense. Yeah, but like, yeah, it makes less sense than the weight class thing as far as like trained professional boxers go. It does make less sense. Thus, there's no classes for like there's no weight and height classes for holding breath championships. But it is fun to think about. It'd be fun to think. Maybe host one. Dude. Isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting that you could like actually probably hold your breath like twice, if not three times longer than you believe you can if you just mind over matter holding your breath? Like, because you, your body will physically like not inhale or exhale if you if you make it. Like, if you're drowning, your body's gonna just like regulate itself while you're underwater. But if you're just holding your breath and you have control of that, you're gonna you're gonna breathe. So like when we're doing the Wim Hof stuff, Alan and stuff, and we're trying to hold our breath, you know, you get like two and a half minutes, maybe at most. But if we really needed to, we could probably go four four and a half minutes if we like if we didn't didn't have access to just breathing again. Right. Like if if we were forced. But that's that. I guess that's <clears throat> also an interesting point of like guinness world records holding your breath competition there has to be some sort of barrier right like some sort of ruling it's like you can't pass out like holding your breath versus passing Mm -hmm. out like i'm sure i would be able to survive Mm -hmm. if i was underwater for a specific amount of time Mm -hmm. but i'm not holding my breath if i pass out like i'm just my body's on autopilot. My brain is going, you don't have any oxygen coming in, so I'm going to shut down mm-hmm. certain parts of your body, and you're just going to lay limp mm-hmm. and pray to yeah. God that the octopus teacher cruises through, sees you, <laughs> and is like, hey, motherfucker, I saw you eating calamari recently. I ain't saving your ass, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we did a um, – we did a – when I was a, a kid, like 13 or 14, me and my childhood best friend, Kevin – lived in the same cul-de-sac and there was these little kids that lived next door to us and they had a survive one of the kids had a sur- survivor themed birthday party one year dope and, and and he was probably like four or five and kevin and i were kevin and i i don't know why their mother allowed us to but we were their babysitters um and so we were invited to this survivor themed birthday party and we were the two like older kids that were at this party hanging out with these young kids and having a good time there were these games that they played and one of them was because uh, they're all it's all survivor based so it's just like who can survive the hardest and the best and they had one of the games being 
to stand on just to stand on one foot for the longest who could stand on their oh, on wow. one foot as long as they could. <laughs> and so like, you know, <laughs> within like a minute and a half, two and a half minutes, like most of the kids had kind of like left and we're right. just like, I can't do it anymore. My foot's down. I'm five years old. I can't hold myself <laughs> up that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm holding mine for like probably 12 minutes. I'm like, dude, I'm going hard here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> holds it for like nine hours <laughs> I through the that. evening, <laughs> through the night, <laughs> like into the morning. <laughs> I, I always his body's like convulsing. <laughs> yeah, he's just up there, just like I gotta keep Dude, going. No. The best part is there was no prizes, no extra cake. Nothing, nothing. No, literally all bag. you got was a sore Every ankle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I always love uh, like people like that who uh, just committed like, like socially are you'd pass right by them. Mm-hmm. You'd 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 never get much from them socially. And then just the right thing coalesces and they get to show you that they can stand on their left foot for nine hours straight. You're like, bro, Kevin, where you been? Yeah. What else you got? He, he missed the whole party. Yeah. <laughs> he like, didn't even show up after that game. He was just out there. He was on the driveway. Just like, he's just standing in the driveway all day, all night. <laughs> <laughs> it was, so Did he get, it was it was like somebody giving him drinks of water or was he like hopping over to the no, fruit, fruit punch no he was like stopped moving after like an hour he was like okay this is like i gotta i gotta stay put like he was really challenging himself and like figuring out like the the uh the strategy involved in doing it for longer because that's just who he is but like the birthday boy was just like kevin sucks dude he's not even here he's not even <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's so – that's super yeah. funny. Yeah, it was um, awesome. Well, way to go, Edith. What's Edith's last yeah. name? Centurion. Edith Murway. Edith, Edith Murway. Edith yeah. Murway. Edith's world dude. record holder. Yeah, what a badass, right? I wonder if we could get her on the potty pod, dude. Teach us a little Probably, bit about Hit her up. bulking up. You yeah, think she does up. muscle milk? <laughs> definitely some – definitely some like creatine. Bro, that, would be, some... that would be a really <laughs> fun uh, um, development – in the future is like like old people professional sports where you could just use all of the PEDs. You could use steroids performance enhancing drugs. Uh-oh. You know, like you can't use testosterone <laughs> and be old, in the Olympics. But like if you get past if you live past ninety and and you just like we'll pump a pump you full. Just you're just like gonna a, have a heart attack immediately, dude. Not necessarily. <laughs> not if you're ripped you like think, Edith. You don't think Edith's? You don't think Edith's putting a little coming in there? You don't think I, she's got a little? I, I don't know if it's mean, juicing or not. <laughs> that would be fucking amazing dude, if she's <laughs> putting it in, in, like putting injections in her butt, dude, just like going hard in the uh, in the gym with steroids. That would be insane. I doubt, it. Tests. I doubt it too. Yeah. I, do, would, <laughs> I would, would Guinness test, you reckon? Yeah. What I mean, I don't think test a hundred year old woman. Yeah. Give me a break. They just dude. feel what? bad. They're like, just like, nah, sorry. We're not going to do it. Come on. It doesn't matter, bro. You live to a hundred. You can do whatever you want. That's true. You should yeah, get a I new agree. license. You should, when you turn 90, you should forfeit 
your old license and you should get a new license that so says, says you can do, get do whatever anything. the fuck i want except <laughs> yeah. drive except yeah. drive <laughs> exactly except whatever drive. dude you lift weights over your head yeah. you can move into anybody's house without their permission 100 you Just can. because you can't, because you typically can't. So if you can, it's like good on you. Dude, if you lived in 90, give me a break. Oh, yeah, I'm chucking shoes at every person I see. Oh, dude, I'm saying all the bad things. Oh, <laughs> God. Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying all no, no, no. I mean, like, I mean, like, I'll take fries with that. Oh, okay. Hey, come on, guys. Right, give me a break. Right, here. right, right. Give me right. a break. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm just, I agree, I'm, man. If, my like, dad will probably get there. Definitely. Bro, your dad's definitely getting there for sure. If he stays yeah, on my... friggin' motorcycles, idiot. I know, idiot. Uh, motorcycles yeah, are that. stupid. I'm saying it right now to everybody who's listening. Mm-hmm. All the nine people that are listening Listen to this podcast, motorcycles are fucking stupid. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> They're stupid. Yeah. And the people who are on them are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they accept that they know it's a matter of when, not if. I think. Okay. Then they're not stupid anymore. <laughs> yeah, but as long as they do uh, that, they're stupid if they don't know it's a matter of when, not if. Yeah. They're, if they're you think for jump. any, if you think for any reason that you're not going to have a colossal wreck and an incredibly painful recovery whilst from riding motorcycles, yeah. you're stupid. It's going to happen. You're going yeah. to get murked by some pilled up idiot in a toyota sienna and you're gonna die yeah it's gonna happen oh jeez dude yeah it's uh it's definitely scary to put it in context my dad got in a in a wreck uh maybe a couple months ago and it's it, it like he broke his he's broke his ankle he broke his hand in like five or six different places Ouch. like got thrashed up on his whole left side uh got all bandaged up and he's 71 years old so dude Oh my god! Pretty gnarly. It's a pretty gnarly spill. Yeah, and he like dumped his bike the opposite way because he was going to fall over the embankment, going over um, the pass. Did you guys take oh, his? Geez. Did you take his motorcycle rights away? As his I think he just took sons? him away from himself. I think yeah. he took him away from himself. But he was like, "Muchachos, I am going to get my pilot's license now, and I'm going to fly across the country with you, muchachos." I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. There's far Save. less people who. There's first of all, there's way more training. Dude, any knob can get his motorcycle license. Yeah, they'd give one to Literally, me, which is would, crazy. Just give it to anybody. Oh, it took like, me oh, three yeah. times. And, it, it and the reason why is because you're not – the only person you're going to kill on the motorcycle is yourself or the person behind you. Yeah. Is it not like you're going to run up the back of a Camry and be like, oh, I really damaged that person. It's like they're not even going to feel it. They're like, did a buzz, yeah. bug just hit the windshield? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to feel it at all. But yeah. – uh, Pilots do the training that goes in. How many hours you got to have before you can even go solo? A thousand? Sure. Honestly, not even that many. My dad's my dad's only had like seven hours left of his training for like twenty years. He's been talking about it forever. Oh, okay. like, I only have like seven seven more hours, muchachos, to get my pilot's license, and then I will fly us to the San Juan Islands, wait, and wait, we will wait, have wait. so much fun. That doesn't expire. Like you can get all the hours when you're twenty four, I mean, and then finish it up when you're seventy. Yeah, I don't. Know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it I sounds kind of crazy, right? Probably. Um, so it's not necessarily all that safe if that's the, if that's the situation. Um, but I don't know if it's true or not, but yeah, it's all dangerous, man. Everything's dangerous. I mean, you're not like fighting traffic really in a plane. Driving a car is very dangerous. Yes. But like planes are dangerous. Yeah. I'm, I used to be so scared of flying in planes until I just started doing it frequently every time. 
I don't even pray, but I would pray every time before we take off like, while we were flying. I'd pray to something that I that didn't know what it was or who it was, and I would just like hope to God that like a, a, a like a seagull wouldn't get caught in the propeller and just explode the plane. So yeah, it is final destination and just start shitting your pants every time you get on one. It is it is quite wild how little I think about flying when I yeah. do it. Yeah, I just like yeah, grab so my often. iPad. Just throw. I mean, it's 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 like taking a bus. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the physics of flying is so insane. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Like a seven forty seven. It's bonkers. Getting up into the air and propelling three hundred people for seven hours. Like it's crazy. It's insane. Yeah, you're flying an apartment yeah. building. Absolutely insane. Yeah. Shout out to Boeing, Seattle, Washington. Baby. I think just accepting the fact that. You know, at least it helped me do it because I was kind of scared of flying when I was younger, too. And then I just kind of was like, well, I'm going down with the ship. I can't fight it. I'm yeah. up here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I do well, the same well, with roller coasters. Yeah. Like, there'll be people just terrified, you know, terrified of flying, terrified of roller coasters. Like, really? Come on, bro. Like, you're here and you're nothing you do is going to change how the flight goes. Right. Or the roller coaster goes. Like, you're just... You, you put yourself in this position. Yeah. No more. You can be worried like getting to the airplane, you know, like on the way down the tarmac. But like once you sit in the seat and you strap in, bro, you're like, it's what over. are you talking about? Yeah, you're done. They're, they're in charge. It's they're over. in charge. It's, it's all over, guys. Yeah, you're like you've taken your life out of your own hands yeah. and you've put it into somebody else's hands. We do that so many times throughout so the many day, times. So, so many often. times. Yeah. I can tell you, I'm never getting on a plane with <clears throat> Daywan Sawa or whatever that fucker's name is, though. <laughs> Devin Sawa, dude. Yeah, Devin Sawa. Shout out. Who's dude. that? The guy, he's in, the Final he's the guy in Final Destination, dude. I thought you were talking about... 90s heartthrob. And idle, idle hands. Uh, yeah, and, I thought uh, you were Let's not forget Little Giants. Let's never forget Little Giants. You're a total icebox, dude. Yeah, I don't know who this guy... I don't know, dude, I don't icebox know who this... icebox is a babe nowadays. I know. I don't know who, I know. who this person is. <laughs> you know who Devin Sawa is, dude? <clears throat> yeah. He was in uh, Slackers, like the mo- the remake of Slackers, not the Richard Linklater one. Um, I don't know, dude. He's like a late '90s heartthrob who was in the. You never saw Final Destination, dude. No wonder you weren't afraid of flying. I, I saw the I saw the Final Destination where the logs came off the back of the truck. Oh yeah, that's like six. That's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Final Destination, thirty-two and a half. Yeah, dude. terrifying. <laughs> Final destiny, dude. F, uh, Fast and the Furious is just going by acronyms now. Just F nine. I know. Yeah, isn't that hilarious? I, don't, I haven't even seen anything since one, since the first one. Is it good? I bet it's great. If they make that many movies, it's got to be fun. Um, I don't know, man. Because uh, two, well, two examples. The most popular TV show in the last twenty years was that like show with the hot girl and then like three nerdy roommates big bang theory big Big bang Bang theory Theory. did you watch you ever watch that no uh (laughs) it's so hard to get through have you seen it yeah yeah it's not funny at all it's not funny at all and it's like the most it's it's the most popular i mean besides the simpsons it was one of the biggest shows for sure yeah when it was on um yeah i had an argument with a guy the other day about the simpsons continuing to air he was saying they should have stopped at 10 and I was just like, I don't know, man. Like, 
I don't. I've seen it since we stopped watching it when we were yeah. like nineteen years old. It's not made for but, uh, us anymore. It's made for yeah. those generations still. Is it? Um, totally. Is it? They're still making new ones. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like thirty so something, thirty something seasons. That's and, amazing. And I think I get yeah. the big, the Big Bang Theory. It's meant for like you know disenfranchised kids that don't want to watch like The Hills. You know, it's yeah. for like nerdy kids. It's for people that like feel off and feel out of it, or like good-looking people that want to feel like they're not or something like the hot. Yeah, so we wouldn't it. have watched that out because that wouldn't have made sense for us. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, because like all the shows are geared towards like good-looking, popular teens that like get into kerfuffles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I understand it on that platform, but it's it's a comedy show. It's a show about comedy. Yeah. And there's not a funny joke. Right. No, I get your beef with it. I don't have much beef with it, honestly. Like, I could take it or leave it. But, like, Kardashians. The Kardashians show. The editing in that show is actually, like, brilliant. Makes me want to kill myself. Me too. I have (laughs) a visceral feeling whenever I watch that show. But I can sit in front of it and be like, I understand who their audience is and how they grip that audience. Uh Uh-huh. And that the free what is it Big Bang Theory? Yeah. I'm just like I don't get who I don't get what person is going to sit in front of this show and be like, can't wait for next season. <laughs> Obviously, a lot. A lot. Of people, yeah. I know. I know. That's that kind of always blows my mind how disconnected I am from the populace. I actually just finished well, uh, what is very popular, but uh, I just finished after like a year and a half watching Game of Thrones last night. Oh, good on you! Crazy. No, that's a show. I mean, it kind of, that's crazy. Can you imagine? There's like $15 million per episode, man. It's so, insane. It's so wild. It's insane. It was, he was it writing was it. Cool. He was writing it too. Like he would write the next season whilst they were airing mm-hmm. the season that was happening. He's just like coming I up think, with shit. I think yeah, he had, to like pass the books. Written, well, I think he had written the books and like, and then they ended on six from what I understand. Yeah. And then after six, the writers of the show that were like adapting the book took it on themselves to write seven and eight right and the eighth season just went so fast and i was like oh man everybody just died yeah. all of a sudden like everybody's just out like that wasn't very satisfying fuck dude like that small character in season three got killed so cool this person didn't get killed like this i wanted cersei to get killed by some fucking pummel stick dude right. gavelin kill a right. killer <laughs> Peter Dinks comes over her head and like pulls a little rock off of her face and she's like still beautiful underneath all the rocks and rubble. Oh god, I shouldn't be giving this away. Everyone's seen (laughs) it. Come on. Has everybody seen it besides me? You're late to the game. Literally finished ten years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Dinks. Okay. It's like oh dude, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Full metal jacket. (laughs) 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 Bro, it's been out. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I, yeah, that's, uh, that's I, I think it's it's interesting to me, a show like that, how the, it's equally as sexual as it is violent. And violence somehow manages always to, like, be okay in, in movies. Mm-hmm. Like, we can you can show people getting murdered, their heads logs flying through the windshield and decapitating them but if you show a wiener mm-hmm. if you show a singular wiener just even like one ball one wiener mm-hmm. triple x 
Triple X. What is that? Yeah. Is that just leftover like religious? Well, they don't dogma? show vagina either. Well, I guess they kind of sometimes do. I don't it's know. Kind of hard to sh- it's kind of hard Genitals. to show vagina. Yeah, right. Like you have to like the you angle has the, to yeah, be real yeah. like up in there. You gotta be like, yeah, and that's kind of just. I feel like yeah, that's just that's any just situation that you're just gonna show that. That's just yeah. Literally, the cameraman has actively tried. Yeah, to right? get up in there. Yeah, there's a wiener. You could show like it's there. <laughs> it's just there. Yeah, Peter Dinklage dangler is just flopping around the set. <laughs> I bet Peter Dinklage has got, got a huge dong, dude. They call him Kickstand. Guys, huh? God, dude, he's so good. Fucking fire hose. He's got a gigantic dick. That dude. Wait, but so <laughs> isn't that isn't that wild? Where do you think that comes from? Like, what is that? I don't know. Why is it okay for us to show violence and and not be as as Americans as Westerns? Yeah. Yeah. There's some Western I mean, cultures that are fine with it, like Germany. Yeah. No problem with sexuality at all. It was just wieners and vaginas and all the daytime television shows. Yeah, just like <laughs> like young, just swinging the nards young and the restless is just it's just getting a fruit salad. Talk about the Big Bang Theory. Nice, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but it's same with France. You go to France and like in any hotel room, you flip flip on the TV. And it's just there's nudity on. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Well, then yes, it's the religious oppression that's just stuck around. Then apparently, people are too sensitive to it. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. give a shit. It would like if it, if if it was a part of the storyline and it was like tasteful and it was what it was tasteful or not. Actually, I don't even care if it was crude. If it was part of the show and the story, it w- wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah, me I wouldn't like totally. sexualize it. But I also think we're more prone to sexualize something because of whatever society has done or what we've been prone to see our yeah. lives versus violence yeah. where you know we just are so desensitized to it especially you know right. on tv or video game right yeah where if you yeah. see a wiener you're like a wiener exactly yeah. someone get their head cut off i'm like oh tuesday what's the gnarliest thing you guys have ever seen in person as far as like like you know i've, I've oh, surgeries geez. like blood cuts all that stuff like sort of makes me nauseous yeah, I mean, I, I've, it's all been, like, uh, accidents mm. that I've seen. What's the gnarliest like. accident you've ever seen? I don't know. I can't think of one offhand. Uh, I, it, it's pretty graphic. Yeah. Tell it. Tell it. All right, fine. You don't uh, even say names. Was, <laughs> no, I don't know the name. Um, it's Kevin. It was uh, <laughs> Kevin. It was he broke his his leg hyperextended after he was standing for nine and a half hours. Yeah. Um, no, I was uh, maybe like five years ago. I was out in Manhattan and uh, I was walking to to work, and I was on the sidewalk, going through a busy street, and there was some girl passing me by on uh, on a city bike. They're the rental bikes that you can get out here. She's wearing a sundress. She looked like a probably a tourist. Um, wasn't wearing a helmet, and a cab was pulling in to drop off the person, and so it pulled into the bike lane and like sideswiped her while she was going. Uh, and I was lit. I couldn't have been like in a in a worse position to have like witnessed this thing. Um, uh, she flew up and over the handlebars of the bike and 
and like the sundress came up and over her whole entire body so she was just like bare, like bare like no no clothes so obviously like the road just thrashed her body and i immediately jumped to the scene to like go and try to help her bro her leg her arm and her skull were exposed like her all of the bones in all of the places and i was having my own panic attack and she just looked up at me after I was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Because I'm only, like, there's plenty of people just walking down the street as well who are stopping and, like, getting on their phone, whatever they're doing. Uh, and I'm the first and only person to go and, like, actually approach this this poor woman. And uh, she just looks up at me and starts hysterically laughing. Oh. Like, in shock. Just, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh my Wild. god, wow. this is so, like, and her, like her, her face. It looks like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator, dude. Like her, her skull is coming out of her forehead. Uh-huh. Her elbow and like arm are just like coming out of her arm, like her, compound her, fracture. I don't know what that really means well, it, or if that's correct it, for what it was. Was it a road uh, rash and like all the skin was gone? No, or like no, like bones the bones were like broke, like in on her head. The bo- like the I just saw like, it went. Th- that was what happened on her skull. Like her her skull was like showing through her skin. <sighs> um, this is this is awful for people to listen to, but um, yeah, you asked, and so so I was so like <laughs> viscerally affected by this by the, by what was happening in front of me, and I I called the ambulance. They came really quickly and and took care of her. And I was going to work and I went to this bar that I was working at. It's a really busy bar. And I went in and I like, I, I like, I was late. It made me late. So I just had to run in and just like start working. And I worked through the whole entire night, eight hour shift, however long it was busy, busy, busy. Couldn't even like deal with anything. And then at the end of the shift, I just fucking broke down and started crying because oh, I yeah. hadn't like, I just had all this <laughs> pent up like emotion stuck inside of me from experiencing that and it was so horrifying and scary to see um and i tried to call all these different hospitals around the area that i was in and and nobody had any information on it and i just like prayed and hoped that she was good and okay and alive because it was so gross and so sad and so scary uh and but just like the, the, the laughing was like what did it for that me. would freak yeah, me out man powerful. that would just like oh my god what a what a yeah weird yeah. reaction yeah. i mean not she's a weird reaction shock, yeah. she's in shock it would make sense but yeah I just, I just can't we have a friend we all three have a mutual friend who used to work as an er nurse in hollywood yeah. and like i feel like that's to work that sort of job i would need to be <clears throat> like drafted you know like they did like you know in vietnam is like yeah. you just they picked your name out of a bucket you're like because i think i actually could probably do that work eventually you mm-hmm. just like start to stomach it mm-hmm. but to sign up and be like that's what i'm gonna go do mm-hmm. i don't i don't understand how that sort of person works yeah like it, it, it's heroes. it's absolute heroes but it's wild to it's wild to think in the gamut of the human experience, right? It's like, okay, well, this guy's got two arms and two legs, and well, he's got a beard, I got a beard, so you know, we're the same thing, mm-hmm. dude. We're not. Mm-hmm. Like, none of us are the same thing. 
the, the fact that somebody has the capability of being an ER nurse in Hollywood, going to work every day and like maintaining sanity, that just yeah. blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never, yeah. I'm thinking on it. Like, I don't, I don't think I've had, well, I had one experience. So I was driving down I 90 towards Seattle, towards Spokane. And I think it might have been me and Tristan, actually. And traffic is slowing on our side. I can see it. So, you know, I break. And then I see like a commotion on the other side of the freeway. There's a huge median, you know, like dividing walls. You you can't get over to the other side of the freeway. And this, like literally 10 seconds before we drove past this Jeep Wrangler, I remember it was a gray Jeep Wrangler, dust was still around it. Like it had literally just rolled. Mm-hmm. And there's a body like 30 feet behind it that is laying limp. Yeah. And now there's a bunch of cars that have stopped yeah, yeah, yeah. to like assess the situation. But literally 30 seconds prior to us driving past that situation, this car had rolled yeah. and thrown the driver and he was laying right there. And it was, there was already a bunch of people stopped. I couldn't get over to the other side of the road. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but there's also a little bit of that when you don't know how you're going to react in a situation of crisis. And then you leave the situation of crisis wondering if you reacted the right way. Did you feel any of that, Jules? Like after you left totally. her? That's why, I, that's why I like broke down so hard because I was just like, did I do the right thing? Mm, was I okay? Because mm, like, mm, I assumed mm. that I did because I called the police. I waited till they got there. I tried to take care of her. But I was – I like – my first impulse was to like lift her and move her to the sidewalk. Right. <laughs> right. Did you? Don't. No, you're not supposed I, to do that. I, gra- I grabbed her because that was what like instinctually my body told me to do. Yeah. And then she was just like <laughs> – I was like, oh, no, I shouldn't touch you. Like, she was like a limp body. Uh, Yeah, so, yeah, of course, man. I I was, like, going through the whole time. I was, like, making fucking mojitos and fucking lemon drops for the people. I was just, like, traumatized by that experience. Like, people are like, oh, my God, this old-fashioned tastes too stiff for me. I'm just like, you don't even fucking know what I'm yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was really, really intense, but, uh, yeah. And I mean that there's definitely a lot of people that have to see that stuff working in hospitals and dealing with like, you know, the fucking hospital people, like they're, they're the responders that just see this and they're just like, Oh yeah, just, you know, well, I remember yeah. Nick being like, I told him about something or he, our friend Nick, who's an EMT and he, you know, I'd tell him these stories. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's sounds about right. It's <laughs> just like, whoa, you're just like so desensitized to these things. And it's not that he's like, it's not that he doesn't care. He cares more as, as, as yeah, by yeah, nature yeah. of working the job. Yeah. But it just doesn't like affect him because he sees it so frequently. So it's just like, do you, yeah. do you think you're, uh, you're born with a, like a steel stomach in that capacity? Do you think that some nah. people are pre- program to just deal with trauma easier than others well i mean i don't know know. maybe i think so uh definitely with i think like surgeons i mean like to be like a cardiovascular surgeon or a brain surgeon you're just kind of like a robot you know a few friends that 
I have or have had to like go, gone to medical school, they end up becoming like a general do- practice doctor, or kids doctor, or like a podiatrist or an anesthesiologist. Because they're like, dude, you go to medical school and you're there and you're learning the same stuff. And then there's like the surgeons mm. who are just these like robot human mechanics that <clears throat> don't think like anyone else does. It's like that's yeah. what they do. They yeah. cut off people's legs and like do that's you- they that's what they do. Which is yeah. just bonkers. Do you have to be a sociopath? Probably a little bit. I'm sure ego has a lot to do with it. Like yeah, you're competing, you have to be the best. Well, and you have to disconnect from empathy too. Like somehow you have to be able to. Step- or or so you just, have to have a lot like, though. Yeah, or just like replace it with like uh, like substitute your empathy with like a different kind of empathy for yourself, like this the typical style of empathy that we all possess some more than others, I think still is required of a surgeon. Just like it's just utilized in a different, in a you're still saving a life. Your empathy is like for the human life and the family and stuff. Right. Right. But then how do you, I just don't understand how to me, it, it blows my mind that somebody can possess the ability to like cut a human open without, like and still maintain uh, a level head right like to me if i were to hit somebody it would inherently give me a reaction that would like hurt yeah yeah and i don't comprehend how somebody is capable of developing that like i don't either it's, I mean, that's what makes them unique and special. It's wild. You know, and then even more special. Yeah. <laughs> even more special are those nurses that volunteer, not volunteer, but like work their way up to becoming an ER nurse where you're basically just picking up rags of blood and handing yeah. off tools to these people. So nuts. And it's, you know, you're in, there before, you're in there first and you're out last, you know. Have you guys ever watched, I think there's a, uh, there's a, um, Ken Burns documentary on the Mayo Clinic. Um, the Mayo? Mayo, Mayo Clinic? Like the, the I, I believe it's a prestigious it's a, hospital. It's a prestigious hospital, but was started by these, what I believe, I could be butchering this, but it's two brothers, mm. the Mayo brothers. How I understand it, they were like the foundation of what we, how we practice medicine nowadays mm-hmm. in Western culture with surgery and anesthesia and everything not everything but like they were one of the first surgeon doctors like surgical clinic yeah like go there to they would do that pedigree they would do surgeries this is wild they would have i think this is back in london or in england they would have like a like a theater where they would have bleachers all around and then in the middle they would have the surgery table and yeah. they would perform surgeries mm-hmm. no anesthesia probably just like some liquor or something yeah and then they would have all of these doctors who are attempting to try and learn their mm-hmm. practice because this is they're breaking practice. ground as they're going they still do that they still In do hospitals yeah. yeah yeah they would sit around like on the bleachers just watching these poor souls like get legs cut off yeah. with yeah. no anesthesia sh- you gotta learn oh my god they show that stuff in the, the nick Show yeah, the Nick does that. Uh, show. I just I, like the. I broke a bunch of bones when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and bad enough breaks that like I probably wouldn't be able to use portions of my body, 
Definitely yeah. my arm. Like I broke this arm severely. If it was a hundred years ago. If it was two hundred years ago, this arm's can like this. Yeah. I'm not using it. I'm not playing guitar. I'm not writing songs. It's wild that we yeah. have just inherited like all of this knowledge. I mean, I haven't. I certainly haven't. But, you definitely haven't. But, Julian, nah. But we get to utilize the benefits yeah, of it. Like this, like this microphone. The technology behind this microphone that we just plug in, we're like, hey, is that it work? Mm-hmm. Watch a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. But like the science and the technology that goes behind this microphone, we've just inherited that knowledge, which is insane. It's such a good thing to give thanks for. Give thanks. How good is this? Grateful How good is this? Yeah, so I guess the takeaway from that is if you're thinking about driving a motorcycle, don't. <laughs> Seriously. Um, if you see dude. Devin Sawa, slap him in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. punch him in the dick. Dude, yeah. <laughs> another How Good is This moment. Let me tr- let me plug you guys into this little baby genius. Alan, you got a baby. I was thinking about little Tintin today when I was reading this little article about this kid named Cash quest first and foremost two-year-old baby genius cash quest can identify all 50 states oh my can God. identify the entire periodic table reads full sentences at a seventh grade level currently learning spanish has the iq of 146 where the average american is 98 <laughs> wow two. Where do we sit on that that uh, IQ test? Are we are we pumping a sixty? I think I'm cruising some negatives, dude. <laughs> I think I'm cruising single digits. Dude. Yeah, but once you sure. get that sleep apnea machine, yeah, though, you're, dude, right, you're gonna yeah. be pumping at least a, you're gonna be pumping at least <laughs> a decade. I'll be batting a hundred. <laughs> um, dude, that's insane. Isn't that crazy? I, I was, Could you uh, imagine? I was I w- listening to something when we were in Australia, and they they had just inducted a two year old. Is, is Mensa? Is that the yeah, like yeah, society? Yeah. yeah, it might yeah. have been this kid, Cash Quest, Cash Quest, yeah, dude. Probably. Is he it's part this. of the three six nine? It's mafia? a girl. <laughs> yeah, she, a, she got into Mensa. Part of the Illuminati for sure. Yeah, for she's, uh, sure. she's in Mensa for sure. Uh, okay, youngest, that's, youngest that's, member of Mensa. That's wow. who they were talking about in this uh, radio, you know. St- story i'm I'm not positive but my thoughts when i was talking to taz about i was like how do you find that out like two years is nothing dude two years rudy's two and a half still can't poop in the toilet still can't poop in the toilet i mean like forget about the periodic table (laughs) but as as a parent what i'm saying because like a kid just doesn't go all of a sudden like i want to learn the periodic table yeah so daddy string theory what type of parent well I, I, like, what is that well, yeah her, her, her the mom the mother works in like child behavioral psychology of some kind okay so like she's around children and, but they're like they don't attest to being like the reason for yeah. her brilliance it's like just this inherited thing that she's picked up and apparently she just like wakes up in the morning and like points to a map and it's just like texas also cute as fuck yeah <laughs> like the cutest cute, little nice. girl Right, but um, what? But what is the? Like somebody had to teach her the map. So yeah. you just if you if right. you understand, like how do you understand that your kid is just advanced, right? Because every parent is like, "Whoa, that's really advanced." Yeah. You know, well, like I saw I Rudy mean, do a thumbs up once, yeah. and I was like, "Did you <laughs> see the? Did you see the form?" Nice. Really saving for college. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Yeah. How do you? How do you go from? 
I think my kid is ready to poop in the toilet yeah. to this is uh, palladium. Well, you, I mean, I, I assume it's because you do things, you test your child out. Like, you know, you guys are always giving him little activities to do. And, you know, based on his proficiency with yeah. those yeah. assignments that he does, it's just like, oh, he's like really getting these like square in a square, circle in a circle mm-hmm. and stuff like really mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. So let's try something next. Oh it's my amazing. God, like he can read yeah, totally. better than me. Have you guys ever taken an IQ test? <laughs> mm. No. I wonder what it's like. I don't want to. I have enough I'm failure in my insecure. life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the average, if the average is 98, I, I mean, I, I'd say we're all pretty average. So maybe less. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm, nice. terrible at, I'm terrible at test taking. <laughs> me too. I'm yeah. so bad. Yeah, I, I mean, don't even I, know what the IQ test entails. Like if it's like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Not, I don't, it's like close to the SATs or something like that. Cause I just don't I think know. It's I, think if a two, I think if a two year old can score a 148, it's gotta be a little bit more vague. And like, I would imagine uh, the IQ test behavior and stuff just tests your with... ability to find patterns. I would imagine yeah. for me when testing in high school and like, I never, I never went to college, but like in high school, I could get all my assignments in on time. Mm-hmm. Like I was a great student, but the test would come and it'd be, you know, multiple choice, whatever. And I could figure out a way in my brain that every single one of those answers was correct. Mm-hmm. It was, it was like, like our tools for testing intelligence are still relatively pretty cruel. The standardized crude, testing is crude. Sorry. Crude. Crude. Yeah. It's dumb. I mean, how else do you do it though? Yeah, yeah you're right. I mean, standardized testing, but. I don't know. I think it's pretty dumb because people excel in different things, like you're saying. Exactly. Right. It's 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 still really crude. I'm sure that there are schools that do it a little bit better. There's like Montessori schools and well, those are different though, like because they're not looking for the standardized testing is for like government funding, right? So they like put you in a box and they're like you are good at this, you get X amount of dollars, blah blah blah. But if you go to like a magnet school or a special school where you specialize in certain things, they're testing you on those certain things. Do they even test in those schools? I'm sure they do. Yeah, I was I, for, uh, for the school. You know, you want to see how you're doing, right? Yeah, I thought it was. I like don't those. think. I, I don't, yeah, I wouldn't even want to take a man. Like, I I did not do that well in school. I I when I applied myself, I was like okay, but I still wasn't really that good. Like, it was just like I always remember hearing people talk about like you know I, I don't get good grades, but like they're the parents going to like the parent teacher night and like the teacher being like yeah you know like. Your son's actually really smart. Just doesn't apply himself. Yeah, like, totally. My parents would be going, and they'd just be like, "He, he just doesn't apply himself," <laughs> and, and like that's all there is to it. That's smart. <laughs> that's all that it is. Can you imagine you know, a teacher parent conference? Is just like, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mine were always like, I think he's good at what he likes to do, but he doesn't like what he doesn't like, and he's not going to do well at it because I just yeah. didn't care about algebra it's like i don't give a fuck about algebra but i'm gonna crush this other class like i liked philosophy you know yeah. and i paid attention to it and like i liked it i knew what yeah. i liked early yeah. yeah yeah it is it's it's got to be such a hard job educating young children i couldn't imagine like just to even think about ways that i'm gonna attempt to inspire like because kids whether you like it or not 
regardless of the amount of barriers and rules you put in front of a child, Mm -hmm. they're not going to be anything other than who they end up being. Yeah. Like you can influence them. You can create a positive canvas for them to learn in, which inspires things. But like at some point, the child is going to be independently responsible for what they learn and what they do. Yeah. In a lot of ways, we're still 13 years old. I think. Yeah. I'm for sure. You know, I might be pushing 11. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. You're, you're in it, Alan. You got it. You you got those, uh, those requirements coming on at you, dude. Like Rudy's going to be 14 before I know tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's interesting, (laughs) man. Like you're playing like varsity, varsity tennis. And you're going to be like, shit, dude, my, son is better than me at everything he does yeah it's hard incredible it's It's hard it's it's especially as i think about educators you know like yeah i mean i've got one child and uh the amount of pressure you feel as a father to look into the future and be able to provide monetarily but also look into the future and go, I'm not ever going to have this time again. Mm. So I need to invest in these moments with my son. Uh, and then also the daily struggle with, am I doing the right thing? Am I setting my child up for the best future? Right? Mm-hmm. Am I putting the right tools in front of him or am I putting too many tools in front of him? Like, you just, it's, yeah. you're flying blind constantly. Yeah. And yeah, such a, such that's a why I'm getting a motorcycle, like... dude. And I'm just going to pop wheelies <laughs> and spin right donies just constantly. I'm going out with your dad, bro. We're going <laughs> to just let's get horses instead. You <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, dude. Majestic <laughs> steeds. <laughs> yeah. Majestic steeds. Let's go, dude. <laughs> dude. Like, yeah, yeah. We, all get, we all gotta get different colors. Sure oh, I could just see the horse side eyeing me, like just yeah, hoping just for like, one of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like son of a bitch! Like, please no, please no, please no, please no. Ah, dude, you just gotta get a big daddy Yankee like you, man. You gotta yeah. get a big boy. One of those big, one nice. of those Budweiser horses. They're yeah. like nine feet tall. Mm-hmm. No problem. What are those called? You'd look like Peter Dinklage on one of those. Oh, my dream, dude. My dream to look like Petey Diggs, dude. <laughs> Petey Diggs, dude. We got to know that guy, man. I'm trying to meet him soon. Dude, me too. He's American Dinklage, great. dude. God yeah, dude. Dale, American Pete, Pete Dinks. Yeah. He's, um, Clydesdale. <laughs> Phenomenal. Clydesdale. Yeah, that's right. What is what is uh like a the the horseshoe on a Clydesdale? Is it like is it the size of a like water wing, like a adult water wing? That's what you chuck at the stick. No. Yeah. Really? Those are Clydesdale horseshoes? I don't know. I mean, they're horseshoes. Those those horses are big, huge, huge. Dude, it's like an ox. What would you ride? Me? Um, you know, like I. I kind of like to be a, you know, the odd one out trendsetter. Mm-hmm. I probably get a llama. Cool. <laughs> just ride that into the party. Yeah. That's tight. Get a fucking ostrich. <laughs> oh, good luck. I just want everybody to look at me, dude. I'm just gonna get a Burmese mountain dog. <laughs> That'll work. Have him, yeah. Have him pull me. 
<laughs> I'm a Yorkshire Terrier. Oh, <laughs> poor little pooch. You guys are gonna be rolling. You guys are gonna be rolling on majestic horses. I'm gonna pop up in a lime. <laughs> I rode Damn, one of those dude. the other day. Have you guys popped no. on a lime scooter? No, because I'm afraid of getting yeah. hit by a taxi and rolling over and just get marking my face. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Under, I don't get how that's oh, like. Anybody with a phone can yeah. rent a lime scooter. I see people. I'm like, bro, you are. You can. The handlebars are at your forehead. Yeah, this is like eight year old kids. <laughs> you know, mom gave them a like throwaway iPhone. Yeah, renting. I mean, there must be a bunch of accidents on those things. They go pretty quick. They do for they sure. Move. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Almost went down. They have. They have. They have uh, the same thing for mopeds out here. It, you just need to have like a valid driver's license. Um, but you me and Steph, you just you just scan it. Yeah, scan so, it. Like, through the app. I mean, the app. through the app. Yeah, you just scan wow. your driver's license, prove that it's valid, and then you're off, dude. And me and Steph got in an accident on it, like pretty gnarly. I broke my toe. It, it could have been much worse, man. We like stopped traffic in the middle of Grand Army Plaza. It was gnarly, Steph fell going like 25 miles per hour and i fell right behind her because i was reacting to her falling super gnarly road rash i was out for like a like a month it was crazy um sketch dude and and like and people were like i remember like my leg i thought my leg was broken because it was pretty it was a pretty hard spill and steph was able to get up pretty quick but i was like oh my god like i don't know what's going on like my leg felt numb all of a sudden so i was like i don't know my leg's broken People on like the street were just like, "Don't stand up!" And I was just like, "I got to!" People like honking at us, commotion everywhere. <laughs> just like, dude, I gotta get out of here, man. This is crazy. <laughs> everybody like, just on, read those things, man. Everybody on the sidewalk just, just starts chanting, "Rudy, Rudy, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. like, I got it." <laughs> is that Cheddar Bob that we just saw bail on his scooter? <laughs> Cheddar Bob, dude, I told some friends the other day. Is that Steve Sasso? <laughs> <laughs> I just told some friends the other day that I looked like Cheddar Bob, and they were like, "Who's Cheddar Bob?" And I told them, they were like, "Oh my god, dude, you look identical." <laughs> and it's true, man. The older I get, the older I get, the more I do look like Cheddy Bob's, dude. Well, you have I know a, his real name. No, you have a bunch in there though, because Nick Lachey. I watched an I watched a show with Nick Lachey the other day, and you very he's much. Too, like, he's mm. nah. He's too like. He's too. Uh, what's the word? Symmetrical. I, I don't know, dude. You look. You look like. Cheddar Lachey. You look like thick. You look like <laughs> thick, thick Lachey. <laughs> but you are slimming down, yeah. so you can't be thick Lachey anymore. But like Cheddar Bob. Cheddar Bob's just funny, but thick Lachey is also. And what's the other one? Fat Damon? No. Yeah, fat Damon. When you thick out, you when you like thick 19, out. You look like 19, 19 uh, names to call me during the karaoke special. <laughs> it was on your set list. Like, Remember to call Julian Fat Damon. Remember to call Julian Cheddar Lachey. Remember to call Julian Thick Lachey. Remember to call Julian. <laughs> so many names. That was the best. CrossFit, CrossFit Farley. CrossFit Chris Farley. Yeah. <laughs> Cross Farley. CrossFit Farley. Pretty good. Though. That one never landed. Nobody caught it. Nobody thought it was funny. Really? Mm-mm. It doesn't um, have a good ring to it. Edith Murray, dude, what a what a beautiful I babe. I hope that we can get her on the potty because uh, that'd Seriously. be sick to interview her. I doubt I she could figure out the internet connection though. Like, mm-hmm. do you think she's dude, more? If she's power lifting squats, bro. She's definitely got 
Ethernet cable. When did she? Does it? Did it give any history on like when she started? Yeah, was she in the Olympics? Powerlifting? Forties? Nine years ago, she started. Nine years ago? What? Yeah, she started. Yes, sorry, I forgot to mention that part. Yeah, she like only started in her nineties. Oh my! And she's just been like about it. She wasn't a lifter at all. Oh my goodness! Like I made it to ninety. She was just like, yeah. She's just like, I'm. Like I just want to like be healthy (laughs) and try to like, you know, try to challenge myself to to fucking stick it out. She's trying. She's trying to beat her record this year. Good honor. She's already. She's already training. That's amazing. It was showing like do bench presses and stuff, and I was like, and it's like prop. There's like weight on the end of the barbell. Mm -hmm. It's like, and it's not like a five pounder either. It's like you know, probably like. 25 pound weights on both sides she like yoked that. up she like she, no. she, she i mean yeah but like not she doesn't look like that she just looks but skin, she looks but skinny. she looks, no no she just looks like a 75 year old woman good on her it's amazing yeah yeah and then Dude. little cash quest is like actually 66 but two right we've been benjamin <laughs> so that's buttoned that's yeah that's wild. always interesting to me like people who are fully capable at that type of intelligence. And then there's a whole nother world of intelligence that they can't get a grasp on because there's a social intelligence. Yeah. Yeah, Right. I know a lot of people, not a lot of people. I don't even know a lot of people, Right, but like I've met people before who are incredibly intelligent in the in the metrics that matter for iq for getting in the mensa yeah engineering minds couldn't exist in a social scenario at all Mm -hmm. that blows my mind Mm -hmm. yeah i know it's kind of strange what's the thing i mean she might she might be on the spectrum too you don't know she might have asperger's yeah i hope not yeah it's what is possible yeah it's interesting just to like Oh, that's that. That must be what it is then, rather than just like, can a person just be two and a genius? Oh, right. It has to be some sort of spectrum thing. Well, I'm not saying I, it has to. That was no. The, I know. I, I know. I'm not, I'm not, offended no, by no, that. No, 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 like, I'm not even calling you out on that. I'm just saying, like, it seems because that's what I would say too. It's just like, oh yeah, like this is like a this is somebody with autism. Like they're on the yeah. spectrum. They like Asperger's. They can't be. They can't be that smart. Asperger's. They can't be that smart without having some kind of spectrum situation. Yeah. Like so, a, so. a few people I know that have Asperger's are older and they are incredibly smart at a few things, mm. but yeah, socially like, you know, one of them uh, is basically my uncle. Cause I've known him forever. Cause my dad's played with his sister mm. in a band since 1991. I've known her, her and him forever. And he has Asperger's knows everything you could ever want to know about music everything dates producers all of it and ask him a question he knows everything about it but if you like go to dinner with him mm. he like can't order oh wow. you know like we'd go see paul mccartney with him and stuff and he's so happy and alive and he loves the music but he's like anxious yeah to be around people or like get his ticket you know give his ticket in uh, those kinds of things he's a really special guy but it just blows your mind when you're just like that comes up so fast like his random access memory for certain things mm. is a computer mm. But socially, like you were saying, yeah, I would, it's I, a little I, different. I would. It's difficult for him. I would love to uh, talk to, <clears throat> like, a neuroscientist or somebody who has read more than two sentences about this sort of topic, like yeah. your boy right Learned here. Learned it from Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> 
<laughs> Shout out to Shonda. Shonda. <laughs> um, learned, learned our love for it from that show, Love on the Spectrum. Do you remember when we watched that? Oh, yeah. right oh, my goodness. Best TV ever. It's I heart, actually reached out to I literally every to Emmy. From that. You did? Yeah, the, like, the therapist. I did, yeah. I mean, of course, you never got back to me. Come on, you guys. Idiotic podcast. Yeah, she's so Hollywood now. <laughs> I was like, now. come on. She's, so she's definitely hanging out with one of the Kardashians. Hollywood. Hey, they're she in full they're in full lockdown though in Aussie, dude. Now's the chance. Oh yeah? I think I they're, gonna be lock- they're gonna be in lockdown until in twenty twenty two, man. Wow. It's over. Uh, that's, over it's there. Over. It's over, it's over there. Over. It's over, dude. We got out just in time. <laughs> Literally, though, we wow. like they were out of lockdown for eight days in Melbourne. Six of those days I played those shows. Two days after we left. Lockdown. They've been in lockdown ever since. Mm. You would have been stuck had you not left when you did. I don't think we would have been stuck. Like they'll let any Yahoo leave, You'll leave the country. Yeah, but uh, you can't go back. I can't. You ain't getting back. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why we extended the trip was so I could play shows. Yeah. Right. 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 We stayed like an extra two months. Now, granted, you didn't really have to pull our arm too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. Jenny. Rough. Jenny Lawson is. A angel <laughs> and Murray Lawson knows extra, how to drink. Yeah, extra two months in wine country. Australia. Yeah, exactly. Like, just like extra two months of in-home child care. Yeah, Rudy <laughs> just hot rotting around the acreage. Yeah, no, no yeah. problem, bro. Um, but yeah, it was like such a small window that I actually got to work. To work, yeah, it was wild. Um, wild. Dude, this has been fun. I love this. I love. I love that you're bringing. How good's this? Uh, Little fun tidbits, facts. fun facts yeah. that fun facts. that uh, show us that we actually live in a wonderful world yeah. full of incredible yeah. things and incredible people. And uh, this has been a fun episode, man. Hell yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm gonna run stallions into the sunset now. Should we all? Should we all say how good's this on three? <laughs> yeah, three, two, one. How, how good's this? <laughs> Sleep apnea. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Gracious. Oh, boo-boo, did you just make it to the end of the video? Yes, you did. Do you want to see more videos just like this one, huh? Do you? Well, then head over to patreon.com slash live at the lodge where you can support the how goods of this podcast as well as the entire Live at the Lodge family. Yep, yeah, you're going to get exclusive merch, personalized shout-out videos. Me and Jules, we're going to show up at your house and baptize your nephew, huh? Check it out, patreon.com slash live at the lodge.